fashion insider friends what is up this is the fashion crimes podcast where i cover all things fashion style shopping style inspiration and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better yes i'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40 and i mean way after 40 Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. What is up, fashion besties? How's it going? This is your hostess with the mostest, as always, your favorite personal stylist, and the only Holly you need to know. Have y'all had a fabulous fashionable week? I hope you have. I hope you had a nice July 4th. I hope you wore a fabulous bathing suit and a fabulous cover-up. God knows I've talked about it enough. So hit me up, email me, let me know what's going on. I've heard from quite a few people this past week. So I wanted to check in with y'all and see what's happening. We've got some great things coming up. But did you listen to last week's episode, which was the top t-shirt linen pant and flip-flop picks that I picked because the Today Show, yes, the Today Show contacted me and they're like, we want to know all about what you think about linen pants. And I was like, I don't really know that much, but let me act like I do. So Then I figured out and researched some linen pants. I got some from our friends at Mill and Moss, very sustainable brand. And I was interviewed. Y'all have the article. It was on my Instagram post. So make sure you check that out. And then I was like, let me talk about flip-flops. Let me talk about t-shirts. So let me know what you think about that. But today we have two very important people on the roster today. We are very excited. We are talking to people that are changing the fashion industry for the better. And that is exactly who I like to interview. So today we're interviewing Zahir from One Stop Plus. We are also interviewing Nina Chen who was a contest winner that Zaheer had judged or took part in, and they're going to tell us all about it. Zaheer and Nina, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yay! So happy. All right, so let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all what happened. Okay, so did y'all listen to Emmy's episode? Emmy, the plus-size model, she was on the Fashion Crimes podcast because, duh, we're best friends, duh. Then she reached out to, I think it was Zaheer, I think it was your PR people, and said, y'all need to be on the Fashion Crimes podcast. Jennifer, who runs the PR firm, she was like, you need to have them. I was like, you're right. Now we're best friends. (laughs) So now this is going to be an incredible moment for all of the Fashion Crimes podcast besties to figure out who you are, why you do what you do why you're so good at it, and Nina, our blossoming flower. We're going to find out all about you and your design career. I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much for coming to the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Super excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Of course. Okay, Zaheer, let's talk about what One Stop Plus is and 
how you came to be. Yeah. So One Stop Plus is really the ultimate destination where women and men can shop for size inclusive fashion. We have over a hundred brands. There's 15 brands that I oversee personally. So it's a lot, right? Like think about choice. You definitely come to us for that. And I came into the company uh, 20 years ago. Um, and so I've had a lot of experience in this space and it, you know, it fills my heart to serve women and men who are not usually invited to the fashion, you know, uh, story. So for me, that's the most exciting thing. That is very exciting. Please specify the sizes. Yes. So when we talk about inclusive, right, some of our brands start at a size four, like our swimsuits for all brand, and we go up to a size 44, right? And so that is the full gamut. We're not stopping at a size 18 or 12, not even a 24 or 28. We go all the way. So if you love fashion and you are of a certain size, come to us because you're going to find what you love. And if you don't, reach out to me and I will be your personal stylist because I know the clothes inside and out. Now, have you always been a fashion designer? Well, so no. I mean, I grew up in Minnesota and like every good Indian son, I thought I was going to become a doctor. And I went to the University of Minnesota and like halfway through, I was like, oh, I don't think I want to do this. And so then I had to figure out kind of like in scramble, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, I like to be creative, but if I just became like a painter or a sculptor, I'm sure my parents would have just dropped dead. And so I told them, I'm like, I'm going to go into fashion. There's an industry for it. And they didn't drop dead, but I think my dad had a silent heart attack somewhere. Oh, He's yeah. like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. But I tell my dad now, I'm like, listen, there's not all these medical school bills that I have to pay. Like I'm actually ahead. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so I, um, I transferred and the fashion program at the University of Minnesota. I love my hometown, home home state, but wait, what's the town in Minnesota? Minneapolis. Oh, Minneapolis. Okay. Minneapolis yeah. is hype. Yeah. I heard about Come it. It's hype. Yeah. Okay. And so I uh I transferred majors and where I was, you know, studying fashion was kind of next to some farmland. So it smelled like cow manure most of the, you know, mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think my fashion career is gonna take off. So then I decided if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And I came to FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology here in New York City, never looked back. And, you know, 20, 30 years later, here I am. I love that story. And I'm really bad about watching TikTok videos, the comedy videos. Do you know who Steven, you you know, he always, because he's an Asian and he's always talks about. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. He talks about failure management. He's yes. like, oh, this is Kevin. This is Trey. This is this is my son, Stephen, the failure. I'm like, uh-huh. that is hilarious to me. So I understand where you come from and why. And why I had a similar story, too. I was going to be a dancer that oh, wow. they, my parents put the kibosh on that real quick. So I hear you. Um, I hear you. I feel you. I see you. Right? And, I, you know, just imagine if you were saving lives instead of saving lives fashionably. I mean, where would we be today? I mean, God, it would be. Can I tell you, I was going into like cosmetic surgery. So I was always about aesthetic, right? Oh, oh, okay. I didn't veer too far away. And even after I graduated, I, you know, my whole goal was to bring style to the masses. Like I grew up in Minnesota and I said, you know, style shouldn't just be for the elite or the rich or a certain size. And I think destiny finds you most often. And this is where I ended up being. I love that. Yeah. Nina. Hi. You've got such an incredible story. You went to, is it the University of Syracuse? Is it? Syracuse University. Sorry, Syracuse University, (laughs) upstate New York. Did you grow up there? Tell us your story. 
No, I'm actually from the opposite side of the continent. I'm from the Bay Area in California. Oh, okay. Very nice. And I really wanted something different. When I graduated high school, I wanted to pursue fashion, which was a little bit of a risky move, Asian household. Um, fashion was not really. You were supposed same. to be a doctor too. Is that? No, I was supposed to be a businesswoman. Okay? Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Business gotcha. Woman. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that really sounded not very fun to me. And I always kind of grew up very creative, artsy, lots of summer camps, lots of just arts and crafts. And so when I was looking at colleges, Syracuse popped up just to kind of appease the Asian household. I was like, I wanted a traditional school that had a fashion program, like just in case everybody was right. And like fashion was not it for me. I could have a fallback plan of having like a business major and be like, not have to completely change schools and do all the college applications again. Mm -hmm. So I landed with Syracuse. You didn't want to go to college in California? No, I born and raised in California. I love the California sunshine. But when I was growing up, I kind of realized I grew up in a bubble. Like there was like one type of person that I was meeting, talking to. I wasn't really experiencing the larger scale of it. I was a real radio, like radio kid when I was younger. I love listening to NPR and I would hear all these like social issues happening. And so, you know, I wanted to expand my worldviews. I wanted to meet people who are from different backgrounds like than me had different life stories and really kind of understand what America was really made of because like that was a big thing when I was in high school like this huge divide and I kind of wanted to understand what that divide was and I thought you know what east coast completely different culture different people let me just go over there so it's about it's four years of my life and it's not forever um and so that's Syracuse I love that and so Zaheer, back to you. So tell us about the contest that Nina won. Tell us what it is, how it started, what's the deal? So, you know, I think when you get to a certain part in your career, it's then starting to pass the baton or setting the stage for the next generation to grow, right? Mm-hmm. And Emmy, as you mentioned, the first ever plus size supermodel, her and I have gone back a ways back. We partnered for different things when we had the first ever plus size fashion show that OSP hosted during New York Fashion Week back in 2010. She was a guest of honor. So we definitely have history. And she started this whole, you know, initiative called Fashion Without Limits. And what's great about that is she's, you know, as a pioneer herself, trying to change the face and future of fashion. And so this program is about really supporting size inclusivity as part of the curriculum for Syracuse University. And so she's like, hey, it would be great if we got together again and One Stop Plus sponsored this contest. I was like, I'm in, right? Like anything Mm -hmm. to help further the cause and the awareness. And so what we did is we made it part of the curriculum, uh, which Nina was, and there were like 20 plus students that participated. And I tasked them the same way I do my design team. There was no like, you know, kid gloves on this. I was like, I need you to come up with a design that works for one of our brands that is commercial and can sell and can be produced and, you know, has to fit within our brands. And then they had to design the garment. I reviewed, I made some comments, then they made the garments. And then I looked at that in the first round. And then finally we had a judging um, up in Syracuse. Do you have to be a good sewer? Do you have to sew your own? It's so funny. You know, I watch like Project Runway and even Drag Race and they're always talking about, I don't sew. I will tell you a story. When I got to FIT, 
I just learned how to sew right before then. In fact, the designer I worked for gave me his sewing machine. I was like, thank God, because it's the only one I know how to use. And um, I got a C in sewing. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy. I was like, that just means I don't have to take it ever again. Yes, me so, too. Yeah. I, yeah, I have a right? BF. I have a BFA in fashion design. That is, oh. that's how, and I, even though I'm a personal stylist, I sewed a tablecloth and some curtains. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. And, and I remember at FIT, they were saying, you're going to have as much homework as they do in med school. And I was like, I thought I just got out of that. But <laughs> it's true because you have to construct these garments like you're creating a car. Yep. And so do you have to know how to sew? You have to know how to sew. Do you have to be a good sewer? No. Like, but you have to understand the construction of a garment because the person, your customer has, their body's relying on the fact that you made it right. It's not going to fall apart on them. So you do have to know the principles of sewing. But, you know, when I was looking at the, you know, garments, if there was some tension or things didn't fit right, I knew we could fix that yeah. when we put it in production. Nina, you had been sewing for a long time. Yes. I've been sewing since I've been in elementary school. So quite a long time. <laughs> So you're like a whiz at that. So you're yes. like, what? Like, that's hard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and other people are like, how do I thread this? So, okay. So continue. How do you enter? Do you give a sketch or how do you enter the contest, Nina? Well, we kind of all were invited to the competition. Um, it was kind of part of the curriculum. It was kind of the next steps hauling the course. But to participate within the competition, we all had to do some general research on the brand that we wanted to design for and submit a couple initial sketches. I think I submitted about three sketches. Um, I was like, wasn't quite sure exactly which one I was feeling. Wanted to keep have options, you know? And I was looking through the company website and I like fell upon Jessica London and I really like the stuff that they were selling kind of called to me. When I think about my personal style, I think Jessica London kind of, and I were on the same wavelength of like design wise. I'm not really into like interesting cutouts of like um, more youthful outfits, you could say. I'm a bit more reserved in the way I dress. Like it's a little more simple, but I like to spice it up with a little couple of like interesting design detail, interesting fabric, interesting finishes. Like that's what I look forward to when I like, go out and buy clothing. And that's what kind of resonated with me in Jessica London. So I chose that. Um, And so I was going through the best sellers and worst sellers, just trying to see like what sold well, Mm. what didn't sell well, kind of gauging the market, like consumer. And so then I came up my designs from there. I love that. Okay. So you got everybody's, so here you got everybody's thing. And then how did she win? What was it that set her apart from the rest? Honestly, when I, with the first round, when I was looking at her sketches, I was like, oh, she really connected with the brand. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. a key thing to be a good designer is you, you know, I always tell people in design, fashion design, it's not like painting or sculpting. That's a Mm self-expression. It's a service creative, you know, role that you're doing for somebody else. And she, even when she presented the sketch, the branding was all about Jessica London, the font, the color. I was like, oh, she really got it. So she tapped into something that's really hard, creating something that feels like it already should have been there. Now we had a lot of close, like, in fact, I was, you know, when I was with Emmy, I was like, can we have like three winners? Can we have like seven runners up? I know that must've been really hard. It was hard, but, you know, it really spoke to the talent. And, you know, Nina's won out because 
consistently throughout all the phases from the very, you know, conception of the garment to how she did actually sew it, right? Like, so while you don't have to know how to sew, the better you are, the more it comes off in a more executable way. So I think she distributed something that was really modern and fresh. You know, I also tasked them to use one of our fabrics and she did a dress and dresses are trending right now. So it really aligned to the brand, to what's trending right now. So it was it was a fun choice to make, but a, definitely a hard one. Nina, a huge congratulations and mazel tov to you. I mean, you must be so proud of yourself. Can you explain to the people that are just listening, can you explain what the winner, the winning garment looks like? I know what it looks like, but explain. So it's a shift dress that kind of hits knee below knee length. It has four scalloped edges, princess seams, kind of a fluttery sleeve and a boat neckline. It's kind of everything I love snacked into the dress. <laughs> what happens now? You won. So what did you win and what happens now? So I won a trophy, <laughs> but I also won an internship at One Stop Plus was here, um, which I am currently in right now. Love it, and love it. I also won, I guess you could say like the right to sell the dress with One Stop Plus. So it'll be sold on their website in fall. Didn't you win some money? Oh, yes. $500. <laughs> I, I read somewhere that you won some money. I just yes, wasn't I won $500. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I love that. So, Zaheer, so the dress, how many pieces are you going to produce? Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So uh, Nina named it the tulip dress, which I think is just fantastic. Um, and we're going to produce 300 pieces of it. That's going to be sold exclusively on one stop plus with Nina's name on the hang tag. So like, imagine you already have like, I can't, that's right? so fabulous. I'm kind of jealous and also happy for her at the same I'm time. Like, I'm like, oh. I'm 80% happy for you. Yeah, exactly. That's and amazing. It, it'll run in sizes 12 to 28. Okay. Super exciting. A broad range that we're excited to, you know, showcase, um, she had her own photo shoot uh, with the model um, mm -hmm. and she'll be premiered on our socials, on our websites. It's going to be pretty exciting. Is it one color, one fabric just for now? Just for yeah, now. It's an exclusive design. It's your ultimate black dress that you're going to need this fall. Super versatile that I, and that's a lot of these, you know, reasons I was like, oh, you could easily dress this up, dress it down, wear it in, wear it out. Like it's a great piece. Holly, you're going to have to get one. We'll, we'll, we'll make one in your size. I would love that. So my friend, Nolan, he's our lady about town. He's my best gay. Uh -huh. He helps style me. I style people, but he is a celebrity stylist. So he styles me and he gets mad at me because I've been to a couple of funerals. He's like, you don't wear a pattern dress to a funeral. And I was like, but you don't have to wear black. You don't yeah. have to. With that being said, he is cheering right now because he wants me to get a black dress, not just for a funeral, but just because right. I don't have a classic black dress right now. So I would love that. And I was also thinking about, okay, let's just say I buy 300. Okay. And you sell out. So let's just say that. Then is it going to come back in a different color? Because I have all of these visions for your dress on some color blocking and things like that. So after the 300, let's just say it does sell out. What is next? Are you like, that's cute, bye, or or how does it work? That's a really good question. First of all, if you buy 300 pieces, you're going to be our honorary customer <laughs> of the year. So I'll get you a trophy. 
Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Can we get applause? <laughs> yeah, I think that's something we were talking about and revisiting, right? Like, and we do this actually with our own, you know, collection. If something is a killer sellout, we'll definitely bring it back and showcase it in more styles and colors. So definitely would be revisiting that potential. Would love to see that. I would love that. Nina, yeah. we're putting that in the universe for you. We're manifesting it. We're manifesting it. <laughs> and we want you to sell them all. And then I want you to make it in different colors. And I want you to do other things. So I've got this whole big plan. Because who am I if I'm not bossing somebody around and telling them what to do? So <laughs> that is fantastic. Moving on. Can you tell us the price of the dress? Oh, my gosh. That's a really good question. And I do have that information. I should have it closer on hand. I it's, think it's, it's okay. You can find it. Take time. Take time. Okay. Take your time. I think it's time. like a hundred and nine. But I'll let me. I can circle back with you. How about that? Okay, great. So, Nina, do you want to uh, forget if Zahir is here or not here? If you <laughs> did not win, okay. Let's just put that. Let's just say that if you were, uh, you know, didn't win, would you still be in plus size? Would you be designing plus size or not? If I did not win. If you did not win. So truth be told, I was not as aware of plus size clothing and how big of an issue it is for people who wear larger sizes were. It's definitely piqued my interest in sort of my design process. Like I'm like a sponge right now. I'm just trying to absorb as much information. So definitely I would like to carry this with me through the future of thinking about my consumer designer, who, who can wear my clothes. I, I don't want my clothes to be exclusive right. to a current population group, economic status. Like I want people to be able to own my things because inclusivity is, I don't know. That's important to you. Yeah. It's really important to me. So definitely would love to continue this in the future. I would love that. And so as a personal stylist, not that you asked for my advice, um, but who am I, if I, like I said, if I'm not telling you what to do, uh, you know, most of my clients are size 12 and up. If you're not a size 12, it's surprising because most people, most women after childbirth, after they turn 50, after they hit menopause, these are things that you don't know about yet, but you're going to learn that whatever a woman's body issues are, you're going to learn how to design from that aspect, right? So, you know, when you're looking at your mom or your grandmother or your aunt, you know, if you've got good genes and good genetics, that's great. But there's lots of people who don't, right? And there's lots of people who suffer and they diet and, and they do all these things and try to be smaller but it's never about the clothes. What I've learned, and Zahir, back me up if you yeah. agree, when you're designing for someone, especially somebody who is a little concerned about the size they are, when you give them things like extra stomach support and a bigger armhole and a longer hem and a bit and a lot, that's a big one for me, a longer zipper. Things like that are really small details that go a long way. I don't consider myself super hard to fit, but I'm little in the middle and I have much back. So yeah. I am a little bit harder to fit. So I understand when I have a zipper this big, I'm like, that does not help me. You know, yeah. I shop for people the same way I shop for myself. It's all about fit. 
you shop for fit first and color second and price second. So I have this little formula. It's called shopping forward, shopping backward. So I would hope for your customer and your career that you would teach people how to shop for fit. My fit is better and this is why. My fit, my fabric is better and this is why. It's going to hide this. It's going to do this for you. It's going to give you that extra blah, blah, blah. That's what women want. Men too, but that's what women want. Does it here? Do you agree? Can you speak I to that? I couldn't agree with you more. It's in okay. fact, you know, 70% of women are size 12 and above in, in America, right? So we're talking about the majority of women that a lot of times our industry is not really even speaking to. And I feel like you're part of my design team because that's what I tell my design team all the time. <laughs> I'm like, it's fit first. She, she, it doesn't matter how pretty it is if it's not going to fit her, right? That's and exactly so right. You have to fit. And that's part of the 3D canvas. And that was part of the things of why it was important that they not only drew the garment, but they actually had to make it to really understand. And they were designing on plus size, you know, mannequins and forms. And that was right. really important to understand proportions and all the things you're talking about. Yeah. And, you know, there's just so many different body types. 20 years ago, people talked about four different body types, right? Now there's like 16 or 22 or something yeah. like that. So when you're in, I mean, forget, let's just, I mean, even if you weren't in plus size, you'd still probably have to know this, but when you get to know the women that have these struggles, then you really start to understand women who are bigger, they go, oh, she's a size four. Like, oh, that's cute. What does she know? Or they see the mannequin and they go, well, it looks good on the mannequin. It's not going to look good on me. So it's so, it's difficult to speak to those things, but that's what you'll be learning is what do women really care about? They care about how they feel. They do care about how they look a thousand percent, but they don't want to go to a party and not be able to sit down because then their dress is going to pull and they don't want to go and they don't want to stand up and reach up to pick up their kids. And then they can't move their arm because the armhole's too tight. Or if they have really big boobs, you know, they don't want to have to wear this gigantic minimizer, you know, and then you have to take a fucking rib out and they can't breathe. Like it's just, there's a million things that you will learn. And I want to commend you for starting your career in plus size because it is more well-known. I will say that than it ever has. I always tell my clients, this is the best time in the world to be plus size. I mean, 40 years ago, you could not find a dress or very rarely, you know, they would literally call it the fat shop, you know, if they sold or there was one or or you would have to go somewhere like New York City to be able to find clothes that were 16, 18, 20, even 22. But now it's everywhere, right? It's everywhere. So you have all that at your disposal and we wish you, you know, the most successful career that the universe will allow. And I'm so proud of you and happy for you. And I hope you get all of your smart friends to support what you're doing. And then once you have friends who are wearing the clothes, then you can get some real feedback. It's different than getting feedback from a fit model, not trying to downplay that, but it's just a little bit different. So if you're like my cousin, she's a size 16. Great. Get her to try this dress on and be like, can you sit? Can you stand? Can you get in the car? Can you pick up your kids? Can you do? That is what women need. And because of COVID, Zaheer, back me up if you agree. Yeah. The lines are even more blurred. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so women my age 
and older, they don't know what to do, right? How to shop. It's too hard. They're not sure. Is this too much? This is $300. Why is this $30? I have no idea. And there's no one to show them. Be that teacher. Be that teacher for them. That is so important. Yeah. Then you can be like, oh, my dress looks good on everybody. My dress. You know what I mean? You size four? Great. Your size 44? Great. Not every dress design you have is going to be a home run, but I, you know I'm just really happy for you, and you have a really exciting career um, coming up for you. So you're out of college now, is that true? No, I have one more year of school. Oh, you have one more year. Okay, <laughs> and then you're going to be interning at One Stop Plus. Do you want to? Are you living in New York City right now? Yes, currently I am living in New York City. Because I get to go to the office every every two weeks and then the third week is remote. But I really enjoy going in, watching all the fittings be done, kind of seeing the clothing in person, how they run everything. It's been really an amazing experience, like working with One Step Plus and Zaheer and my design team. I'm definitely picking up on a lot. And I'm honestly really surprised how much care they put into each garment. Like I sit in these fittings and... Everybody there knows exactly what they're speaking about. They care very much about their customers. And I'm like, oh, it's like humans like actually making these garments. They really put this much thought into this. Like nothing that's getting sent out to the website hasn't been like touched, fitted, thought about, considered, argued over. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's fantastic. So after your internship's over, Zaheer, are you going to let her go or is that going to be a problem? Well, it's so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe she can continue. And somebody reminded me that she still has another year I left. I know. So, You're like, God. But we were just talking in another meeting about the importance of networking. So we're definitely going to stay close. And hopefully, you know, one thing I told her and also our other interns is just stay open and stay curious. You never know where life, listen, I was going to go into pre-med, right? So like, Life may bring you to a different space, but if she's still interested in it, I would love to see her back here at Full Beauty Brands and One Stop Plus. I would love it. Yeah, I mean, she's a talent from the beginning. And Nina, people people in New York are not nice. And so she is so nice. (laughs) (laughs) We're honest. I know, I know. We're honest. (laughs) I know, but that is, I'm so happy you're having such a, a great experience. People are very nice. I take that back. I was just yeah. trying to be funny, but it, it is when you're in Missy, it's a different world. You're not designing for a high-end brand. You're not designing $7,000 pants. That's not where you are. Missy is so much more welcoming and happy and normal. And it's not high pressure fashion. It's just a, it's just a different world. It's a great place to start your career. It's a really great place. And then the more you do, the more you learn. And then you're going to be like, oh, I don't like that. I love that. I don't want to do that, you know? And then you kind of get, you weigh the facts about, you know, where your life is going to turn. And fashion, I always tell people, fashion's not going anywhere. New York's not going anywhere. You can't get there this year, go there next year. It's okay. It's not that deep. You'll, That's it, right. It, New York is never going to die. You will have time to get there. And especially now with remote you know, people can work from anywhere in the world. So, so your tags will say Nina Chen. Is that right? Yes. Do you get to pick the color and the font? Do you get to pick all that for the tags? She did approve them, right? I did approve them. I was on there, which is amazing. (laughs) Love that. Okay. So 
Zaheer, I want you to tell us where, what all your socials are, where to find you, how to stay besties with you, how our clients can learn about One Stop Plus. Yeah. So definitely go to onestopplus.com. That's our, you know, our marketplace, our site where you can find everything. And then all of our socials are at One Stop Plus Market. And I think you'll find stuff there. Um, you can also reach me at LinkedIn and I'm happy to guide anyone who's interested in fashion or inclusive style. Like that's my passion in terms of where I'm at and sharing this great, you know, thing that we do. And Nina, how do we find you? You can find me at enchen.designs. That's my design account. Love it. I'm posting more. I'm not very good with (laughs) that, but I'm working on it. (laughs) I know you're not like, look at me. I mean, you know, you're more reserved. You're not tap dancing on the stage like me. <laughs> thinking everybody wants to hear what I say. Maybe I should be more. <laughs> Look, I'm a very good selfish coach. My friend owns a podcasting women's network and she's like, you need to start a podcast. You're so loud and you're so bossy. I was like, you're right. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. And then you want to plug your school? Plug my school, Syracuse University. Syracuse University Fashion. Syracuse Syracuse U underscore fashion design on Instagram, Syracuse U. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's what it is. (laughs) And Emmy is the official Emmy and Emmy is just a huge change maker. And so thank you to Emmy. She's coming back to the Fashion Crimes podcast. She's going to give us some top picks for fall. Um, We're going to have the Nina Chen designs in there one of our top picks for fall because you're not you're not done. You got you got a long way to go. Any final thoughts? Give us a truth bomb, a fact, something that you live by, a mantra. Zaheer, go for it. So a truth bomb is that this is all made up. And so <laughs> you know we have, you know, just kidding. These rules, but like, you know, like fashion is a creation of the imagination, which is wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. But it also means that all the things that you were saying you're supposed to do, not do, they're also made up. So make sure you live what makes you smile. Like no one has to follow this. And, you know, exactly what you were telling your friend, wear whatever you want to a funeral or to a wedding or whatever. Like we're born authentically and uniquely for a reason. So I think I'm always saying, make sure you express that and and understand that this is play. It should be fun. I love that. Nina. My mantra, I'm not sure if it can relate to fashion, but it's honestly... Don't be afraid to take up space because I grew up a lot of my life feeling like I had to conform myself to a certain idea box that people had of me. And it's only been recently that I'm realizing I don't need to condense myself to be digestible for everyone. And I guess maybe we can relate that back to fashion in that when I was younger, I used to dress a certain way because I grew up with brothers. So I felt like I had to be more tomboy. Mm-hmm. And now I'm realizing, you know, I can dress however I want. I like do whatever I want and express myself in whatever outfits I want and not feel like I being judged because if people don't like what I'm putting out there, then I, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need them in my life. I love that. And also if people comment about your clothes or they don't like, you know, your designs, that's not your customer. And that's yeah. okay, you know? Okay. So if somebody's like, your dress is great, but, or whatever, then that's not your customer. Because when you drill, 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 drill down, you will find that customer who is all about you, who wears your clothes, who supports you, who loves you, and gets to know you on a personal basis. I call it life beyond the mall. So I try to teach my clients to shop 
eco-conscious, small brands, sustain. It doesn't have to be a thousand. I mean, people say they're sustainable. They use that term very loosely. Sometimes it's truer than others, but I try to get people to steer a little bit further away and support people who are changing the fashion industry for the better. And that is people like you who are doing small batches, who are, you know, really curating for the customer and figuring out what they want. So congratulations to you. We're so proud of you. We love that. So here, we've had such a nice time getting to know you. We would love to come have you come back and give us some plus size picks for fall. So we're going to have you back. We're going to have Emmy back. I want to thank you, Nina, um, for entering the contest and doing what you do. We will be following your career. And maybe if you have a fashion show your senior year, you know, who might be in the front row? I don't know. I can't confirm or deny it. Don't invite me because I'll come. This has been the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We really want to hear from you. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It only pushes me up further. Send us a DM. Send us snail mail. Give me a smoke signal. Send us an email, holly at Fashion Crimes Podcast or holly at hollycatstyling.com. We want to know what you think about Nina's tulip dress. We are so excited. Hit up One Stop Plus if you know somebody who is plus size or could benefit from this company and what they do. And we love the people behind it because they're nice people. Let's be honest. We love that. Thank you so much for listening. This is your favorite personal stylist. And as always, the only Holly you need to know. Y'all have a fabulous, fashionable week. Bye.